Warning, this podcast will challenge your thinking. Welcome to Business Problems Solved. In this podcast, we help you solve your business problems by providing real examples and practical approaches to make today better than yesterday. Introducing your host, the multi-sector, self-professed, most improved improvement person and qualified business problem solver, Lee Horton. Hey, it's Lee. Welcome to Business Problem Solved. Now then, uh, episode 251. Thank you so much for the feedback for the uh, for the previous episode. The opportunity to chat to my amazing children um, was just so reflective, so rewarding, and just such an experience for me. And I'm so, so glad that a number of you got uh, got value from it as well. So thank you so much for that. Because um, I was conscious that it was uh, quite a selfish conversation a selfish episode um but it was something that i uh, i've wanted to do for a while and i just thought well why not on episode 250 so yeah so just thank you so much for that um today i want to talk about empty happiness uh empty improvements and getting by versus getting better what do I mean by that? Well, I had an amazing conversation uh, a couple of weeks ago now where I chatted with somebody who I respect a lot and we got talking about happiness. We've spoken on this podcast about happiness. I've even interviewed Dr. Happy himself all them years ago. Um, and when I was talking about happiness uh, the other week, it was really quite reflective because uh, happiness in the moment is different different to happiness looking back. Steve Jobs says that you can only join the dots when you look backwards and really to only understand whether you've been truly happy, you can only do that via a reflective experience. You can't do it in the moment because in the moment you may be, uh, it may be empty happiness. Let me explain a little bit further. As you know, I'm a big fan of uh, giant chocolate buttons, right? And um, and when I eat them, especially if they've been in the fridge, because they've got to be cold, um, and we could have a whole conversation about the uh, should chocolate be in the fridge or should it not be in the fridge, couldn't we? Uh, and I think it, all of it should, apart from Yorkies. I think if you had a Yorkie in the fridge, that'd be a little bit too hard. But all of a uh, chocolate, uh, especially Cadbury's giant buttons, uh, is definitely favourable. Anyway... Um, I digress. When you eat uh, chocolate or when you eat something that you enjoy, you set off endorphins um, or some form of, you have a, some form of chemical re- reaction inside yourself that makes you feel happy. And in that moment, you're setting off all of these senses and you are feeling happy and joyful uh, eating whatever it is that, you, uh, that you're liking. But then, on reflection, maybe a day later... Um, so I guess just to overshare, if I eat chocolate buttons too late at night, then the morning after I, uh, I regret eating them because I feel a little bit like a little bit iffy, a little bit dodgy, a little bit, like a little bit slow. And cause I might not have slept as well. Anyway, um, so on reflection, it was empty happiness because it wasn't pure joyful. It wasn't happiness when I looked back, it was only happiness in the moment 
and I think that could be deemed as empty happiness. When you're creating memories, creating experiences with the people that you care for most, you're laughing, you're joking, you're smiling, you then are creating proper happiness. Because when you look back, you look back fondly with no regret. Mayor Angelou uh, is famous for saying people forget what you said, people forget what you did, but people never forget how you made them feel. And especially if you made them feel positive or or really negative, then then that brings it to the fore a lot easier because there's a strength of feeling with it. So empty happiness, I think, is a real thing. So we only want to really have as many happy moments that are not empty, that when we're looking back, they are actual happy moments, happy experiences. And they might be different for different people. So if I was to ask you, what is it that makes you happy?, uh, it might be um, it might be helping people. It might be helping others. It might be making a difference. It could be spending time with certain certain individuals. It might be doing certain activities. So really, the more you maximise those activities, the more you maximise your happiness. So ap- happiness is a direct output of an activity, and it can be masked in the moment, but that's only empty happiness. And really, that was the, the context for uh, for me then thinking a little bit more deeper about what we do as, as people leaders or as uh, leaders of change. We are often encouraging improvement, but how many improvements are actually empty improvements? When we look back on those improvements, did they actually make a difference or did they not? In the moment, we might well be thinking that we're improving stuff we're making the situation the current state a little bit better or significantly better but then one week one two weeks one month later when we look back has actually anything improved and now my definition for that is empty improvement so how can you um, ensure that you're not delivering or having empty improvements How can you make sure that your improvement activities are actually improving things? Well, I think there's a few factors that need to be considered in this. The whole, in fact, first of all, let's think let's think of um, of improvement in two ways. There's uh, there's the habit of getting better, the habit of continuous improvement. So, like creating the habit of of doing it, and then there's also the tool and the process um, in it itself so we split split it into two things um firstly let's look at the habit so we might have to go through a process of doing improvement but acknowledging that not much might get better apart from our habit of improving we might only uh, be developing the habit of improving so we need to be conscious of that the conscious of our intent Uh, and the reasons why we're doing it. We might be fixing things that we don't think actually are going to make a difference. We might be fixing things that don't feel like they are uh, big problems or big challenges for us to overcome. We might feel that they're not actually going to make a difference to the whole. However, it might be helping people um, create the habit of improvement. And if you can encourage and create an environment where people are continuously improving regularly um, whether that's every week uh, every day every fortnight whatever it is dependent upon your environment dependent upon 
your um, your function, your department. I mean, I would encourage frequent problem solving um, and as frequent as possible because um, if we if we if our belief is that um, everything we do is a process, all processes have an input and an out, something we do and then an output. Then there's always going to be some. There's always going to be something that can be improved, and that might be the input. It might be the process. It might be the quality of the output. And I think if we understand those things, and if we're um, asking the right questions, we can uncover and, uh, and and expose some of these things on a regular, regular basis. So we can actually create and form the habit of improvement more frequently. Anyway, I digress. Um, so yeah, so there's a habit of improvement. So if you're clear and understanding that actually you're having these problem-solving sessions to um, to create the habit of improvement, then you need to acknowledge that some of the things that you're fixing might not actually be making the difference that you want to make, but you're playing the longer game because you're just getting people used to um, enjoying fixing stuff, fixing things that might be a little issue, um, but you're just getting them used to do it and you're forming that habit. So the, the cue would be then the trigger that, that, that creates a conversation. Then the routine will be the discussion to uh, to solve a particular problem. And then the reward would be the feeling of actually uh, fixing something, anything. Uh, and then the more times you do that, you build the craving. And then the habit is then developed. So, so yeah, so firstly, really consider whether you're having problem-solving sessions to develop the habit of your people and then secondly do those um, problem solving sessions actually make a tangible difference do they make a tangible difference to the direction that you're trying to get to and i think some things that need to be clearly established first is one where are you trying to go what is your destination and then number two what is getting in the way of you achieving or your teams achieving that and then number three what can you do about it and then if your problem solving sessions are aligned to the things that are getting in the way of you achieving your destination then your tangible improvements will naturally come obviously the uh the best thing to do is to develop the habit whilst um addressing some of the things that are getting in the way of you achieving your destination but i really wanted to just recall this out today that actually Empty improvement is a real thing. However, you need to split it into two parts. You need to consider the habit and you need to consider the mission. The habit, um, it might be acceptable to um, have a weekly problem-solving session while people become familiar with the process, asking themselves, making it a safe environment and fixing things that might not actually be getting to where you want to get to, but in the long run. Uh, because you're building the habit of it, then they'll become more natural. Then you as a leader can then start asking people questions, better questions every single day on uh, what is getting in your way. Did you have a good day yesterday? What got in our way? What took sl- anything slightly longer? What um, were we um, what were we experiencing that we shouldn't experience? What would, did what surprised us that maybe we shouldn't have, uh, have been surprised about? Um, so I think the questions that we ask will then expose and uncover as long as there's clarity in the direction and destination that we're trying to get to. And then you can tackle those things on a weekly, daily, fortnightly, monthly basis. Um, but this is about two things. This is about forming the habit, and it's also about fixing stuff 
that'll help you get to where you want to get to. And remember, you need people in your organization, in your team, in your function that can comfortably and confidently solve problems. Um, if we think back to uh, what we spoke about, oh, I mean, I think I probably introduced this model probably four years ago, the Dusk model. Uh, so desire, understanding, skills, and confidence. And if you're trying to build a desire in people to fix stuff, then they've either got to have a, an emotional attachment to the direction, to the destination, or they've got to have craving to uh, to complete a particular activity. So building the habit of problem solving whilst selling the destination of where you're trying to get to will build the desire. And then the habit will form as people's understandings and skills are developed through consistency of solving problems and confidence will come naturally from that as well. And you will all feel more confident that the problems that are being solved are the ones that are going to get you to where you want to get to. So empty happiness, empty improvement is a real thing. And what can you do to make sure that your improvement and your happiness is not empty? And it's got to align with where you're trying to get to fundamentally and when you look back has anything actually been improved and were you truly happy in those moments now then for the last uh, 13 minutes when you look back over this podcast has this podcast made you happy or has it been a empty improvement i think i've uh, waffled enough for this week if you want to reach out then please do uh, through any of the normal channels uh, which are linkedin tiktok Instagram or just email lee at getknowledge.co.uk and I will get back to you. Have yourself a most amazing week and I look forward to chatting to you very, very soon. Take care. Thanks for listening to Business Problems Solved. You can contact Lee on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram or Twitter by searching for Lee Horton, the Business Problem Solver or via visiting www.leehorton.com for more content and to solve your business problems. And remember, saying you know how to do it is not doing it.